<clears throat> August 24th, uh, 2014, uh, December 30th, 2015. Two dates that I found myself pushed to my limits. From time to time, life has a way of pushing each of us to our limits. It may come about due to great tragedy, sorrow, or loss. Then again, perhaps it is due to sheer exhaustion or living the mundane boredom of day-to-day life that leaves us feeling dry, listless, and without options. Regardless of how we arrive, we are at our wit's end. We've hit our, our wall. And we have nothing left to give. Willpower and self-determination are not enough to see us through. Our words carry no meaning. And our actions are, are ineffective. We become hollow, lifeless. And yet there is, strangely enough, if we have the eyes to see, grace awaiting us there. There at that wall, at our wit's end, oftentimes, there is the beginning of faith. That's where we find the centurion in today's gospel passage. He's a man of of great power and authority. He is one who says, go and come and, and do And others come and go and and do. He can give these orders because his superior, his commanding officer, has, has given him and placed him in a position of power and authority. Today, however, he has come to the limit of his power and authority. He has hit his wall. A servant who is dear to him, who he highly regards and loves, is unable to come and go and do, for he is gravely ill, near death. The centurion has nothing left to say or do. He cannot order his servant to be well, to be healed. He needs a greater authority, a greater authority than that which has been given to him. He needs an authority that not commands action, but an authority that commands life. He needs divine authority, not human authority. And he recognizes and he seeks authority in Jesus. We have all stood in the same space as a centurion, that same helpless space. And for different reasons. Often when we come to that space in our lives, to our limits, we try harder, don't we? Or we try smarter. Some of us do try smarter. We try and we try and we try again. But nothing changes for us. The centurion knows This will not work. So he yields his power and his authority to Jesus. 
which is a very difficult task for us to do. He no longer seeks to command, but he awaits a command. He says to Jesus, only speak the word and let my servant be healed. He lays it all down. Just speak the word. And in this moment, this faith that he illustrates, this lessening of self, this laying it all down, amazes Jesus. Above all other faith in Israel, this faith amazes him. I wonder if sometimes, sometimes we understand faith as being something like a ladder that reaches from us to God. And we convince ourselves that, that if we have more faith, the ladder reaches higher into heaven. That if we're, if we're more pious, if, if we believe the right things, that it reaches higher into heaven. We use this ladder to bridge the gaps of, of life. So we go around and we say really stupid things like, someday we will know why. Or God has a plan for you. Or God needed another angel. Crap. Those statements, that understanding, is not about faith. It's about rationalizing those things in life that we don't like, those things in life we'd like to avoid. That type of faith, which is not faith, is the antithesis of faith. Because it is the opposite of faith. Faith is about engaging life, not stepping away from life. Faith is, our, is not meant to be our escape from the dying servants. Faith is about permitting God in and through us to enliven us, to transform us, to recreate us. So what if faith, what if, what if faith is not about grasping for or reaching up to, to God, but God's reaching down to us? If that's the case, then it would mean that we do not possess faith as a thing or as a commodity. It is not something you can acquire more of. It is not something you can accumulate or amass. You can't throw it in the bank account and collect interest from it. That reaching down of faith of, of God is always here, always available and always active. We participate in and open to, open ourselves to, and receive God's faith when we wait for it, yield our power and authority, and allow God to speak the word through us. That's what the centurion did. It's what Jesus did throughout his life. 
Faith in the centurion healed the servant. Faith in Jesus healed and continues to heal humanity and all of creation. Our God is a speaking God. God's words are the ongoing act of creation. In the beginning, God said, Let there be. Let there be. And there was. In the beginning, God's word was made flesh. And it dwelt among us. And never ceased dwelling among us. In that sense, your faith is never meant to be understood as individualistic. It is not yours alone. It is not ours alone. It is communal. It is for the life of all creation. We are the conduit, the channel of God's faith. We exhibit God's faith through our actions and through our words, through our relationships with those who are below us. Those to whom we typically say, come and go and do this. That is what sets the centurion apart. He is a leader in the Roman army that force occupies and controls the Jewish people. The Roman-Jewish relationship was incredibly hostile, to say the least. Yet this centurion loves the Jewish people. He built a synagogue for them, a place he himself will never worship. He gives up his own authority and power and submits to the authority of God for the benefit of nobody, a slave, a piece of property. I wonder, as Jesus is walking through Capernaum and, and he hears the centurion's message, if he somehow began to see himself in the centurion, in that one who loves the enemy, one who refused to live by the usual and accepted boundaries of society, one who cares for the oppressed and marginalized, one who uses power and authority to love rather than dominate. Such faith, such faith is the reaching down faith of God, the courage to lay it down, our power and our authority, to permit God to live through us, for God's word to be known through us. We see it in Christ. We see it in the centurion. Do you see it in yourself? Are you willing to lay down your power and your authority and allow God to speak the word through your life so that others might be transformed and know life abundantly? Thanks be to God. Amen.